Jesse, open your mouth. Spread your legs. Clear. What's up, what's up, peoples? You already know we back, dog in the yard. It's that happy new year vibe. And today we represent for the ladies. We got Sue in the building. Sue is from the West Coast. She represent that West Coast. She been in, you know, selling drugs since the age of 16. You know, going to jail. We did a four-year bid. And she's here to break it down with us. And with that, let's get right to it, man. Yo, Sue, you already know, man. Dog in the yard. It's that yard talk. Your boy Pistol. But let's not forget that merch. Let's get that merch. You know what I'm saying? Summertime is coming. I want to see my peoples out there with them hoodies and all that. You know what I'm saying? So let's get focused, man. Your boy Pistol. Dog in the yard. Y'all talk. When you're in that Tampa Bay area, make sure you reach out to my boy Gus Torres, man. If you want anything that has to do with real estate, man, make sure you hit him up. You get the lowest prices and the finest houses, man. Trust me when I tell you. But don't forget to mention my name. You already know that Pistol P to get you that early discount. And that's my brother, man, Gus Torres. You already know, out in the Tampa Bay area. Make sure you hit him up, man. Sell, buy, Invest all that. Make sure you hit him up, man, because he focused with that out there. Tampa Bay, you already know, it's your boy Pistol, man. Get at me. You already know what it is, your boy Pistol Pete. Welcome to Dog in the Yard. It's that yard talk. And today we got Susie from the West Coast, West, 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 West Coast in the building. So uh, let's just, uh, it's a pleasure to have you, Susie. Nice to be here. Um, how you been? I've been pretty good. How about yourself? Good man. Uh, uh, well, just tell me a little bit about yourself. Well, um, where you are uh, originally from? I originate from Texas, El Paso, Texas. We moved to Long Beach, California, in 1979. So I was pretty much grew up in Long Beach. In Long Beach. Mm-hmm. And how was it um, being raised in Long Beach? And I mean, well, you know, it was a culture shock when we moved out here. We're a Mexican family moving into a black community. And we were one of five Mexican families in Long Beach in 1979 in the neighborhood where I grew up in. And how was that? It was amazing. Mm. It was amazing. Okay. It, um, were you treated good? I mean, was it no, okay? No, we were treated, we were treated very well with respect, you know. Okay. It come, you know, different environments, but the people in Long Beach were amazing. Mm. Real people, good people. Good people. That's good Southern people. Okay, so um, were you uh, brought here with your mom, your dad? It was my mom, um, her first husband, and two sisters. They were little. I was nine. So you're the oldest out of three? I'm the oldest out of four. Okay. Yes, I'm 50, unfortunately. Okay. That's good. You're young. Um, Always. And um, (laughs) so at at, at what age you went to, uh, that you moved into California? Um, I was nine when when we moved to Long Beach. And um, so you went to school and everything, obviously. I went to school in Long Beach. I went, you know, elementary. I went to po- to Whittier. Then I went to Poly. I was one of the Poly students. Okay. Back in the 80s. All right. And um, what, what age you got yourself in, you know, and start getting yourself in trouble? I started getting myself in trouble at 16. I became, 
I got pregnant at 16 mm. and I couldn't stay at home. So I started hustling. Why you, what do you mean you couldn't stay at home? Um, well, you know, Mexican parents, if you're pregnant, can't be in my house. So you had to move out. I moved out. Okay. And started, you know, hustling. The crack game was coming. It was getting real big in Long Beach. Okay. And I saw people were making money, you know, my little school friends. Right. So what better way to support yourself than to get into the hustle so game? So you got into the game as well? Mm-hmm. Uh, at that at 16 years old? 16. And you was pregnant? Pregnant. Mm. That must have been tough. Living with a friend. Living with a friend. Mm-hmm. So um, after that experience of you having your firstborn, what happened? Got firstborn. She, well, she arrived. Then um, I went home for 30 days. You know, my mom let me come home, and then I got my own apartment. Mm. My mom helped me get my own apartment, and from there on, raised. I had her. Two years later, had another daughter. Okay. A year after that, a son. Okay. And I hustled through the whole. I've hustled all my life. So you hustle street hustle. Street hustled, hustled from home, hustle, hustle, hustle. Raised kids and hustle. I've been doing that since I was sixteen. Damn, Susie, you're a hustler. Just hustle. Okay. I mean, that's that's how you were surviving and you it was took a certain, care of your kids and stuff like it that. It was, yeah. I had a odd I had odd jobs, you know, but yeah. it wasn't like the hustle game. Yeah, the hustle hustle game was more consistent at that mm-hmm. point. I guess. And it's the thing about you know what, when you hustle when you're doing it's your adrenaline. Okay. It's you know, it kinda it hypes you up. Mm. And that's what it did back then. It so was, how long you did it for? I mean, like it's when, before you got yourself in trouble at sixteen. 16, I went to, I caught a case, 92, so I was 22. Okay. When I got arrested the first time. So you went to jail? I went to the county jail. Where's, where's that at? It's LA County. Okay. It's LA County. How was that? Your first experience there? It was. You, know, you was what, 22 years old? 22. How was that, you know, going in there, transition from being free, hustling, and going to jail? I built another persona. You have to become tough. Mm. You know what the street doesn't teach you? Jail brings a different person out of you. It makes you stronger. Mm. It makes you become tough. You have you have two options. Either you're gonna be the weak link or you're gonna pump your chest out and and you know do what you have to do. So you so you you had to uh Get on your grown shit real quick and say, real okay, quick. I got to handle this. And you put a persona. You was, and so yeah. how, how that worked out for you? I mean. It worked. It worked. I made it work. That was only a few months, though. Okay. So you was in, in that jail for how long? Um, I did three months. Three months. Mm-hmm. And then you came home. I came home. And then uh, how long would you, did you ever got went back to jail? I went back. No, no. I stayed home for about three years. Okay. And then in 1995, I was hustling guns and crack. Mm. And in 1995, um, I was in a huge Long Beach raid. Okay. And that's when I caught my first prison case. What kind of case was it? Conspiracy, drugs? No, what it was, was it? um, it was drugs was and drugs. um, guns. Okay. Yeah. So, what what year was that? 1995. Oh, okay. And so you went back to jail then? I went back to prison. I went to prison. Okay. How was that? But you went to jail first before you went to prison? I went to jail for overnight. I bailed myself out. Okay. And I fought that case. Okay. We fought that case from 16 years down to four. 
Okay, to four years. Mm -hmm. And then you took the time and went to prison. I took the time and went to prison. So you took four years and went to prison for drugs and guns. Mm -hmm. Okay, and how was that? From the the difference between the jail and the prison now. That was a big... You have to become another person. County jail has nothing compared to when you hit prison because now... Reality kicks in. You're in there with people who are child molesters, who are murderers. You know, here you are a dope dealer Mm. and you're being housed with these people. How you dealt with that? I had to put on big, big panties on. I had to become Big Sue. Mm. That's where Big Sue comes from. Okay. I had to become tougher. I had to show no fear. Mm. Did you ever have any encounters while you was in prison? Yeah. You know, got yourself in the trouble, went to the box. No, never went to the box. Okay. What was holding uh, these... razor blades in on the yard? Yeah. So you got caught with a razor. Mm-hmm. Could you break it down a little bit? What they do is um, it, women's prisons are very different from men's penitentiaries. Mm. Men's penitentiaries have play a political game. We don't. Women don't play political games. Women's yards are totally, it's a mixture. Women fight over women and drugs. That's what women fight over. Okay. Men fight over race Mm -hmm. and power. We're not like that. Okay. If you are gay, lesbian, or go in there and find you a a woman, that's what you're going to fight over. Her, or if you're a dope fiend, then you're going to fight over drugs. Okay. Simple as that. So what you got yourself in problems for while you was in there? Behind a woman. Behind a woman. Thinking I wanted her woman. Really? Well, you know what? When you're in a woman's prison, I already look like I'm gay because I'm so aggressive. Okay. And in prison, you know, they thought that I was finding, you know, women. You was bi or something. Correct. Right. And the, the stud, she thought I wanted her girlfriend. And you got into a fight. We went to the yard and yeah. And you, you got into a fight and all that because of that. Yeah. And did well, you, I couldn't back down. You know, yeah, you did have you go to, to the be, box for that. No, she did, not me. She went to the box. Mm-hmm. And I what? just went. I just got a a, a one fifteen for the blade. Oh, for the blade. Mm-hmm. And what what was the repercussions for that? Like the punishment. Mm, you just get thirty extra days. In prison or, or or like good time. No. You get 30 days added on to your... To your time. Correct. Shit. Mm-hmm. Damn. It's nothing like a men's penitentiary. I, I would rather be in a box and come no. out the box and Mm-mm. not have that 30 more days in prison. No. Because so, you can work that time off. You can work that... that oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, you can? Oh, okay. So, so you so, so you served, you, you got punished, you got 30 more days, mm-hmm. and then what, what happened? How would you spend your time there, your four years, what you did while you was in there? Well, unfortunately... I found a new hustle in prison, something that I've never, ever seen in life, but I got hit to the heroin game. Mm. I learned how to deal heroin. So that's what kept me busy, still hustling in prison, ripping and running, doing deliveries. But how you manage to do that and regulate? I mean, did nobody pick on you? Nobody tried to take the drugs from you? No, I was uh, one tough cookie. So you were just getting them in? My my roommate, the one that put me up on game, Yeah. She, uh, okay. Oh, so she, she was regulating. She's the one that showed you, me. Everything. Showed you the ropes. Mm-hmm. I was under her. And then you started making your own moves. Mm-hmm. And you started doing well. 
Started doing did pretty good. And no no trouble, nobody ever no. tried you. Mm-mm. None of that. Mm-mm. And how much how much was the bags or the dope was sold for in prison? Well, there's no bags. There's specs. You get like a match head for like fifty bucks, two match heads for a hundred. Two matches, what that means? Like like what like a little drop or something? Yeah, you know a match a match? Yeah. You know the 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 red part? Mm-hmm. That's how big um, a drop is. And that's how much? 50 bucks. Damn. Mm-hmm. That's cake. Mm-hmm. That little drop like that? Yeah. So you did well. So you never got in trouble for that? Nope. And you did your four years? Did my, did my time smoothly. And came home. What year? Came home in 1998. 98. Because, mm-hmm. you know, in California, you do half time. Okay. Yeah. All right, so you did half of the time. Mm-hmm. And you came home, 98. 98. Been home since? No. Okay, so what happened since 98? I came home and hustled again. Came home, got my kids, and moved and started hustling again. While you was in prison, you did the four years. Who stood with your kids and how, how that all worked out? That worked out. Now, mind you, by the time I went to prison, the first time I had four kids. Um, it was tough. It was tough. Because I've always been at home, mom, with still hustling, but always at home with the kids. Right. Um, I had my mom kept three and um, my youngest um, ex-husband took the youngest. Okay. And that was the first trip. Okay. I stayed out of exactly on the day I parole. Got off of parole. I always seemed to go back. Mm. So the day you got off parole, you went back to jail. Correct. How long? How long was that before? I caught that case. I say you came home for doing four years. How long you was out before you caught the next case? A year. Um, our parole in California is only thirteen months. What do you mean? Yeah. So that's all they give you thirteen months. Before. That's it, and you're off parole. Oh, <laughs> that's the law. That's. It depends on the cases, but the majority of the cases, okay. after your 13 month, you're off parole. You're off parole. Correct. So then you got off parole. And hustling again. And then you went to jail. How long before that? And I was street hustling this time. No, I stayed out a year and a half. I mean, a year of uh, my 13 months. And I went back. I had a, I had a daughter. I had Maya. Yeah, I had my youngest daughter. Um, and I got raided again. Mm. And they found another gun and more dope. And, and I got happened. three years. I fought that case and got three years. So you fought the case and got what? Three more years in prison? Yeah. So you went back to jail? I went back to prison. This is Damn, not it. Susie. No, hold on. Heck? There's another good one, too. All right. So so then you went back to jail three more years after the four years. Mm-hmm. This time, what they do, they, and this is where the rehabilitate, they try to rehabilitate you. Mm-hmm. This time, if you have any drug possession cases or if you've been back, going to prison back to back, they put you in a program. Drug program. I qualified under that. Okay. So that's what I did for that year and a half. Okay. I came home thinking, okay, I'm going to put all my tools together and try to make it work. Now I started hustling again. Mm. Mm -hmm. So started selling drugs again. I got back with my daughter's son. Actually, that's where he comes in at. 
um, I started um, <sighs> trying to work. Went to got took a construction class, you know, okay. trying to work. But then, me and my daughter's father were. In, he's a fifty one fifty certified. He had took the rent money, and I lost my place. We moved in with him and his mom in his garage. Me and five kids. Okay. And um, I left his his mom's place and moved in with a friend. And I started hustling in the in the streets. Mm-hmm. What I hadn't done since nineteen eighty six. And sure enough, I caught a case. That one cost me six years. Wow. So I was only home a year and a month every time. And then I caught, that was my last case. And you did six years? In 2003. And how was that? That was hard. Going back. That was really hard because the kids were older Mm. and how I left them. um, My parents told me I was dead to them. Mm. You know, they weren't going to help. The kids suffered a lot, so I took it really hard. Yeah. So it was time for me to figure out, okay. To work on yourself, for real. Correct. That's and that's good, what though. I did. So you did the six, so out of the six years, you did three. I did three. Okay. I went to, um, I trained for fire camp and went to fire camp and paroled for fire camp. What's that? Fire camp is a, a program they have out here where they train you to do wildland firefighting. So these these big fires that you guys see around mm-hmm. If you guys see anyone with an orange suit, those are all inmates. Okay. We have a lot of a lot of um, programs, men and women. Women only have three, but the men have a lot of um, fire de- firehouses, and we fight those fires along with um, the really? forest. Yes. Oh, that's pretty cool, though. I mean, so the experiences. The experience is amazing. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And like, you shit. do make good money when no one's taking care of you. Okay. So, so you got into that? I got into that. And you did your three years. You came home. Mm-hmm. Your kids were super grown. Came home to a 19-year-old daughter pregnant. Mm, how was that? That was shocking. Because, you know, you leave them young and then they're... You All of a sudden, home. she come home, she's not only grown, but she's pregnant, right? Mm-hmm. How was that? You was like, holy crap. I got to get it together. Mm. Mm-hmm. So they motivate you even more to get it together. That put me, when I found out she was pregnant, it put me in a place where I needed to stop. I needed to be, I needed to stop being so selfish mm-hmm. and not just think about me. But now I have someone else coming in into our lives that I need to be different for them. Right. And that's where I started doing all the changes. Okay. So like what? Stop selling drugs? Stop selling drugs. Okay. I had to pretty much rehabilitate myself. I've been working since I paroled. That's I've been home 15. I'll be, in January, it'll be 15 years. Without being in trouble, not going back. Let's give it up to Susie. <laughs> That's what's up. That's what we want to hear, Susie. 15 years. That's a great thing. That's good. I'm happy that you've been home. And your grandkid, what you had, what she had? She had a little boy. Okay. But now I have seven of them. What? Oh, that's a blessing. It's a beautiful blessing. That's great, man. But they're the ones that keep me motivated, to keep you going, change. You know, absolutely. Mm-hmm. That's good. I'm still not perfect. Of course, nobody, you know, none of no, us are. I still have it's my fine. flaws. Listen, you know, nobody. But 
None of us is perfect. But We're I, not here to judge nobody. I do want people so. to know that prison doesn't rehabilitate you. They don't have mm. enough programs. Right. Like, my question to you, my biggest question, besides the last one I'm going to ask you, is what would you tell the young girls out there now? Like, they was like a Susie back in the days that just want to hustle and be selfish and just keep going and going. What you, what you would tell them? What, like, what would you have to say to those? Those out there that you're smoking weed, mom, I'll be back. Relax. I got this. Easy, mom. I'm be honest with you. Yeah, that's what we want you, you to be. You Some of them just need to go through it. You, that's <laughs> what I'm telling you. Yeah. I have I had four beautiful daughters. Mm -hmm. I have three left. I have a beautiful son. I can tell them everything what not to do, but it's not up to me. I was told do this, do this, do that. I did what I wanted to do. You learned on your own. I had to. Mm -hmm. And the same thing I tell the kids. I just turned hustling into real work. You know, instead of street work, I hustled at work. converted the shit to work, yeah. Correct. Absolutely. But no matter what we say or when we show them, it, it won't. It won't. And it's a mindset. Mm. It's, it's all a mindset. Each individual's mindset. Facts. So as you've been home this whole time and you're still working? I'm working and I hustle on the side. Okay, we're not going to put that <laughs> one in. But you're working? I work, I work. But I mean, hustle, you know, I do other jobs. I, you oh, know, okay. I do construction. Oh, you do construction? Uh -huh. I work for uh, 190 condominiums okay. and I do drywall and all that. And on the side, I do, you know, my side job, my hustle is like pretty much half remodeling their places. Okay. Cool. So, yeah. So you turned the hustle into that kind of hustle. Correct. That's mm -hmm. good. I'm happy for you. Yeah. Um, what do you think about jail reform? Do you think it's necessary? Does it be needed? We, it's needed. I have my husband's doing dirty fighter life. He's mm. been gone 25 years. So that's tough. You want to talk about jail reform? It's needed. They need to change the whole system. That system is broken. It's been broken. For men and women. They need to do something about the correctional officers. They need to. Yeah. It all needs to change. Yeah, it, it, it's not working. Because the system in, in, in California is not working, huh? It's not working. Actually, it's not working nowhere. No. <laughs> no, no matter where you at. Where you at. Not just in California. This is nationwide. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Okay. And it needs to be. It needs to be put out there. And there's. It, something needs to be done. Hmm. Something really needs to be done about it. Okay. Well, Susie, man, it was a pleasure having you. It was a pleasure being And it was here. sweet. Appreciate having you. You know, your information was good, and, 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 I'm, and I'm happy that you took the time to come out here because we, need, we need we need the knowledge. We need the people to see, you know, the youth to see that you could change. You could put an you, effort, you, you know, and it's not like you shut down and it's no, no hope. It is hope. There is hope, but it's a mindset. It's you have to change that. Okay. It must be. You must change it or you're going to be stagnated and stuck, mm. and you don't want to be that. Okay, that's what it is. Thank you, Susie. I appreciate <laughs> it. You already know it's your boy Pistol, that dog in the yard, that y'all talk, and you already know we have Susie on the on deck. West, West, West Coast. Let's get it. <laughs> Thank, Thank you, Susie. So much. I, I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you so much, man. I mean, Sue is official, man. You know, you get a lot of guys. You know, you expect.
dudes to be official, you know. But when you get a woman that's been through some shit, you know, and, and is here to, to break it down with us and share her story, is L. You know what I'm saying? So I want to, you know, salute, you know, all my ladies out there. You know, Sue, thank you so much, you know, for uh, being a part of my show. Appreciate you, man. Keep doing the right thing. You know what I'm saying? Keep raising them kids and, and showing example, man. You already know that prison life is shit. But before I go, I want to make sure that I mention, man, go get that merch, man, that dog in the yard. Y'all been asking for it, telling me on my Instagram, hitting me up. Yo, the merch, get on that teespringbone.com and just put dog in the yard. The shit is all there. The store's right there. You know what I'm saying? So with that being said, your boy Pistol Pete, man, dog in the yard, man. Happy New Year's, man. This is a step, this is a gangsters do it Splash, step, one, two I'm in a whole lot of zones, zones They look like kaleidoscopes I got the white for the white boy that's sniffing the shit Then he's eating on the slopes I got the can for that lady that thinks she could take it But know that she can't I got that work for that work that's gonna work Right after it works, look